0: Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Dana Crawford and i'm wayne jordan in today's episode number 79 of flip it or skip it we're going to be talking about ronco
0: ronco you know we had to get around to ronco sooner or later the younger generation may not realize that ronco products were iconic in the 70s and 80s in fact one of their premier products was called the vegematic it was a vegetable chopper of sorts And it became such a pop icon that one is in the Smithsonian Museum of American History. They they were everywhere. On Saturday Night Live, the original 1970s cast, Dan Aykroyd, had a whole series of skits, parody of Ronco products, Uh specifically the Vegematic. And he'd get up there and do his best Ron Peel imitation, and he would pitch things like Fishomatic, where you could take a fish and put it in a blender and <laughs> I push remember. the button. And he had another one called bat o uh, was the, the target audience for that was witches and warlocks and vampires who, who needed to do a better job of mixing up their potions. <laughs> so, and all of that relates back to, to Popeil. One a couple of other things you might recall seeing in bright red a ribbon on products that's that read as seen on TV. Yes. Do you remember that? Okay, that was Ronco. They're the ones that started that. And also the edition uh, where people will be presenting their products, and you see this so much these days, is they present the product, and then Ron Popeil would say. But wait, there's There's more. more. (laughs) And then they'd start throwing all of this other stuff in. And all of this for just $7.77. So, yeah, Ronco is iconic. It's a piece of American culture. And I really encourage our listeners, if you're out and you find some of these Ronco products, buy them. If you get a good price on it. Right. Because they're still popular. They're still collected. Even the parts
1: from them are collectible. Right. So, yep. The first thing that I sold on the Ronco was the chicken rotisserie, the rotisserie cooker. Right. Yeah. I found it at a yard sale and it was in the box and I did really well with it. And I looked them up before the show and they still sell pretty well.
0: They do. The the Showtime Rotisserie, that was the one where he used the phrase, set it and forget uh-huh. it. And he used it, do you remember that? Yes. And he used it so much that he tried to get a copyright on it. I don't think he ever got it. But uh, that was another really popular item. I have a couple of f- favorites. But uh, let me ask you first, have you ever owned a Popiel, a Ronco item?
1: I remember buying the pocket fisherman for my dad for Father's Day, but right. I can't recall. The only other thing that I probably owned was uh, one of the eight-track tapes because right. I had a, a very large case that held a lot of eight-track tapes, and then somebody stole it out of my car.
0: But, oh, really? Oh, no.
1: <laughs> but I remember the having... You know, when I, as seen on TV and wanting, you know, wanting them was um, Boogie Nights.
0: Oh, the uh, the music from the movie? Yes. Was it, a, uh, that would have been too early for a CD. What was the format? Was <laughs> it vinyl? It or eight-track tape. Ooh, eight-track tape. Yeah. I wonder if there's, if there are any of those still around.
1: Actually, I checked them out on eBay. The highest price one sold for was $13.99. And it was sealed. Oh, really? Wow. So they're not in big demand.
0: I'm surprised I didn't get more for them because there's a pretty good under market for eight track tapes and and little kits to use to repair eight track tapes. Because even though that one's sealed, you're still going to have the the felt guides go bad and rollers might get a little brittle or something. So being sealed for that, it's still probably going to need some work. That may might be why it sold for that. But that would be a good one. That was a movie with, uh, if I recall, Burt Reynolds and Mark Wahlberg. Does that sound right?
1: Yes, and I can remember seeing it at the drive-in.
0: Really? Wow! All I ever saw at the drive-in was steam on my window.
1: <laughs> well, I used to go there with my mom and dad. You know, a family outing. Sure. You know one thing you mentioned was is it Ron Popeil?
0: Yeah, the owner was Ron Popeil. Uh his father was J.S. Popeil and he owned a manufacturing company. In fact, the Pocket Fisherman is a Popeil product. They were advertised as you know the Popeil Pocket Fisherman, but most of the promotion for that came from Ron. Okay. Ron Popeil started his company in about mid-1960s. And he started inventing his own products as well as selling his father's stuff. But he had some great stuff. I I owned one Hoop product. The Christmas before I left for college, someone, mother, grandmother, something like that, gave me the Ronco buttoneer.
1: Oh, God, yes. You remember yeah.
0: that? And the It's it... it, it inserted these little nylon fasteners oh. through the holes of the button and through the clothing, and, and it would fasten it. And I took that away to uh, to school with me. I, I don't know what happened to it, but I certainly don't have any problems sewing on a button. That was the, That was one of the first things my mother taught me how to do was thread a needle and sew on a button. But button here was easy. It was quick. I never had a button come off. Uh, which I used uh, one of those fasteners because they were thicker than thread. They were nylon. They didn't. They, they just didn't break.
1: Well, one thing I want to point out. You know how I'm all about um, highest price first when I look on sure. eBay. Well, on this in this episode, um, as I prepared, I actually flipped it to lowest price first on Ronco sold items lowest price first and it's so interesting i just wanted to encourage everybody to to try that just go to ebay type in ronco don't put anything else in and then adjust your search to um, sold completed and then adjust the sort to lowest price first and you'll be amazed at all of the parts as you mentioned that Mm -hmm. have been selling to the different Ronco products. There's all kinds of parts for um, everything from the rotisserie. And I also discovered they had knife sets. So there was a lot of knife sets and they were selling the knives individually.
0: Yeah. There's a very active market on eBay for that sort of thing. And there are thousands of archived listings on WorthPoint. When you're at a sale... What kind of Ronco items do you see and what Ronco products would you be likely to buy?
1: Well, to be honest with you, Wayne, I I haven't been um, observant on Ronco products. I haven't been up on them. Now, I'm still leery of the rotisserie chicken fryer because, as you know, I don't cook. So I would have to, you would really have to make sure that it's all there you would have right. to make sure that all the parts are there, and right. and then you'd have to plug it in and make sure that it worked, and they're really not fun to clean. I have
0: a sensitivity to clean up items.
1: You have a sensitivity?
0: Well, I do, because my wife has instilled it
1: in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that after seeing what the parts sell for, it, it just makes me wonder if it's not better to take it apart and sell it part by part.
0: Oh, that's what i do. That's what i do. I mean, I'd check it out to see if it worked. Yeah. And if I could get a good enough price for it, I might sell it that way. But, yeah, part for me, parts would be the way to go on that because you get enough for the parts to make it worth the effort of taking it apart. I have some favorite Ronco products. And if I am out at a sale and I see one of these, I guarantee you I'm going to buy it. And some of them I might even pay more than I should because I might not buy it to flip it. I might buy it just to keep it. Okay, Dana, well, this is a good spot to stop for a word from our sponsor. So let's pause and listen to what they had to say.
1: But wait, there's more. Dealers, you don't have to build your own reference library. WorthPoint has done it for you. With WorthPoint's
0: digital library, you can access over 1,000 books on antiques and collectibles in one convenient place. Find the info you need quickly. Search books by title or author or subject. Dig deep using a keyword search. Don't waste time digging through pages of Google results. Get there quicker with WorthPoint. For a 7-day, seven 7-lookup-free seven trial, go to worthpoint.com. Okay, we're back. Yours truly, Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford. And we're talking about that American icon of advertising cleverness, Ronco. Let's pick up where we left off. Let me ask, have you ever done karaoke? Oh, God, yeah. Long before karaoke became popular in the United States, which I think was late 80s, 90s, somewhere in there. uh, Ronco had a product called Mr. Microphone. Oh, yes. Yes. You remember? It was a microphone with a radio transmitter in it. It it would be picked up by FM radios. So if you had an FM radio in your house, and almost everybody did, more radios than TVs in those days, you could sing along or hear your voice, uh, whatever, over the radio. So that was like a forerunner of karaoke in America. And another one that I think is really cool is they have an in-the-shell egg scrambler. Have you ever seen that one? No. Okay. it's uh, Their commercials are really cool. Ron Popeil apparently had dislike for scrambled eggs (laughs) that had whites in it. He liked the eggs to be whipped, which is, so do I. So, He invented a product that had a little stud in it and a a mixer, and you could take an egg in the shell and push it down on this stud and push a button, and it will whirl around on the inside of the egg, break the yolk, and mix it with the the egg whites. Wow. You can use it for omelets and all sorts of stuff. So so that was interesting. I'd probably never use it to cook with (laughs) because I've – you know, I've got my own way of doing things for that, but I thought that was really clever. Now, here's one: uh, uh, the miracle broom, and this was long before Black and Decker introduced dustbusters. Oh, it was essentially a dustbuster. It was it came on the market in 1974, uh, and it was battery operated, but it was like a simplistic. Dustbuster it wasn't as good as today's Dustbusters, but that kind of thing was brand new in in the 70s that concept. But one of my all-time favorites and this is one that I would buy just for its its joke value. Mm. It's spray-on hair. <laughs> the concept was they're in their commercials what they do is they'll they'll it comes in a can looks like hairspray. Has a little color in it, and sometimes it will have fibers in, oh. it, like flo- flocking or oh, something God. like that. So if you've got a little bald spot and you kind of want to cover it up a little bit, you can use this spray. and And if you're watching the commercial, it looks like it worked great. I don't know how it would be in person, <laughs> but uh, you know, as you know, many men are self-conscious about about being bald and they have varying feelings about it. You know, so, some men go bald starting in the front and other men go bald starting in the back. Now, if you go bald starting in the back, it's because, according to science, you're sexy. Mm. If you go bald... Starting in the front, it's because you're a thinker. And if you go bald from front to back, it's because you think you're sexy.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. But I, you know, Wayne, I don't know if the cans are, they come big enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For me? <laughs> Gee, thanks. Gee, thanks. I, I'll have you know that I had just as much hair as I did when I was 30. It's just in different places. But anyway, you can see how I'd have an affinity for that product. Not that I'd ever use it, but that it would it would get some laughs.
1: Yeah, it'd be a good topic to talk about when people come over. But I found the website, Ronco.com.
0: They still have one. They went out of business four or five years ago, I thought.
1: I can get 10% off.
0: Oh, well, somebody's selling the stuff.
1: They are still selling the rotisserie chicken thing.
0: Well, that was one of their big products. And the Vegematic was probably the biggest one ever. That's why it's in the Smithsonian. But there was nothing to it it was basically a you know a container and on top of the container you had various slicing accessories and for example you could put in one for making french fries you'd still have to peel the potato and then you take the potato and put it on the front and you'd push it through and it would come out in uh, french fry shaped potatoes but who would use something like that right. i mean i i don't really <laughs> in the first place i haven't peeled a potato in decades oh. <laughs>
1: Well, <laughs> you know now we've got the air fryers, and I I love right. my air fryer. I I can't survive without it at this point. It's as it's as needed as my microwave. I need them both.
0: Well, uh, air fryers have a very strong fan base. I have one sort of modified air fryer. It's called a toaster oven.
1: <laughs> yes, I used to have one of those, but my air mm-hmm. fryer bakes as well, so I can does and it? it broils. It does everything. Hmm. But listen, the the Ronco website, they have the pocket fisherman, they're still selling for 29.99. Mm-hmm. You can still buy it. Really? They have the rotisserie chicken and they have a food dehydrator. Really? Yeah.
0: Huh. What's what's the price on that one?
1: 59.99 is the food Dehydrator. They have a, a newer version on the rotisserie one that's red and it's more modern, high tech looking, and that's one hundred and seventy nine. The classic is one sixty nine ninety
0: nine. You know what's astounding in all this is the things people will buy. <laughs> you know, because Ronco, I mean, they're clearly they were clever gadgets. They were useful gadgets. But the way they were presented and sold was just great. You put the whole package together. It's no wonder that they made inroads into the American retail markets and into the American psyche. They were just – Ronco is a great success story. I don't think you could ever do it today. Boy, back in the 60s and 70s, they were great.
1: Well, for those that love social media like myself – You can follow follow Ronco on Instagram, and they are now famous for putting out recipes.
0: Really? Well, recipes, yeah, uh, lots of people put out recipes because there's so much interest in it. I mean, even I look at recipes online and get feeds in my social media because who wants to eat the same thing every day?
1: Oh my goodness. But the Ronco Instagram page only has like a thousand followers. So it just tells you that the brand is not known anymore. Our generation, the new generations, they've never heard of Ronco.
0: Well, Ronco struggled for a long time. They were uh, Ron Papel tired sold the business. I think the folks he sold it to went out of business, and uh, someone else filed, uh, bought it and filed bankruptcy. And they've they've had a tough go of it for about ten years, and that's because the, their marketing model and their product model just don't work anymore. I I'm interested in them because I grew up with them. It's they're fun products, but I doubt that I'd buy spray on hair. <laughs> I probably wouldn't buy a pocket fisherman either, so...
1: Well, it looks like it was bought out by H.D. Schulman International Trading, LLC. And they bought out the rights to the pocket fisherman, the, the items that I mentioned, and that's why that's all that they're selling on the website.
0: On the website, right.
1: So the classic Ronco items like the vinyl, the vinyl records, the 8-track right. tapes, the items probably the the hair can (laughs) 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 and items like that are are not going to be so easily found but as you say they the nostalgia behind them will be fun but as far as flipping i'm not sure you know you're going to make a lot of money off of them you will sell them but you won't sell them for a a high dollar over you know 25 dollars if you're lucky
0: well, if I, if I went to a yard sale and saw a can of the hairspray, I'd just take my hat off and <laughs> get them to feel sorry for me and just beg. Oh, come on. Can you sell it to me for a dollar, please?
1: Can I test it?
0: Can I test it? Right. <laughs> okay, Dana, my Ronco clock on the wall tells me that it's time to go into the kitchen and start my Ronco rotisserie. <laughs> before going out on my casual fishing trip with my pocket fisherman. So that's it for today. It's, it's been nice. This one's been fun. So thanks.
1: Thanks, Wayne. Yep, I'm in a boogie night out.
0: <laughs> okay, well, have fun. <laughs> Bye-bye. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com. The world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint.